It's an angst-filled question that haunts every communications pro. What to do when you're ghosted by a prospect? It's a scenario we've all been through. A prospect reaches out to you, maybe as a referral from a current client, or they found your website through a piece of content you wrote. Maybe they're visiting Earth from Mars and decided your agency would be a great place to learn the ways of Earthlings. Who knows? The point is, they reached out. You met with them and had a great initial meeting. Afterward, you went back to your desk and labored over a proposal. You poured your heart and soul into it and maybe even gave away a ton of your best ideas. You sent it off with pride, nervous, giddy, and excited. And then you waited and waited and waited. You followed up at an appropriate interval, nothing. So you waited some more. You refreshed your email 10 times. Then you checked your email on your phone to ensure there isn't something wrong with your desktop email. You checked your sent email. Did it actually go out? Did it get stuck? If you sent the proposal as an attachment, you worried it was too big and maybe wasn't delivered. You send it to yourself. It came through. You feel relieved and crushed. You check the prospect's social media. Maybe they were in a horrible accident and unable to respond. They were active and posted two and a half hours earlier about their dog's favorite squeaky toy. You once again feel both relieved and crushed. You've just been professionally ghosted. So now what do you do? We'll discuss this in this week's episode of the Spin Sucks podcast, how to get over being professionally ghosted. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back to the Spin Sucks podcast. I'm Jenny Dietrich. I've mentioned that my team and I have been going deep inside our clients' organizations in the past three years. We serve as true members of the team, attend all of their team meetings, and do one-on-ones with the leaders. In some cases, we even serve as interim leaders. And because of that experience, we now know that when someone ghosts you, it rarely has anything to do with you. It's typically because priorities changed or budget evaporated or people were moved around on the team or myriad other reasons. Sure, it would be great if people at least reached out to tell you why, but unfortunately, that's just not how it works. That said, you have many options if someone ghosts you. You just have to decide how you want to handle it and how important the potential work is for your agency. The first option is to let it go. It happens. There are endless reasons why a prospect might have ghosted you. Some may be about you, but many are not. You can decide if it isn't worth stressing about, take a cue from Frozen, and let it go. If you're going to let it go, you need to be all in. Take a step back to evaluate what you might have done differently, write it down, learn from it, and then move on. If you aren't ready to let it go yet, move on to the next few options. But no, you might need to come back here to this first option, letting it go eventually. The second option is to follow up and appeal to their ego. Find something they've recently done, said, been featured in, or done really well, and say, I saw the recent launch you did on XX. I loved how you blah, blah, blah. Alternatively, find something that relates to one of the above where there's a natural tie-in. I saw this article about the rise of topic X, and I know from our conversation, there's something your organization has been focused on and doing well since 1993. I just thought you'd find this article interesting. Kudos for being so forward-thinking. Then add value. Say something such as, It made me wonder if you'd considered such and such or what a great opportunity to translate this into leads through this idea. You can also use a case study. 
we had a client who did something similar to this awesome thing you just did and was able to leverage it to the goal they laid out for you in the initial meeting. If you want to jump on a quick call, I would love to share our process to help you achieve that result. Important. You are not giving away the recipe to your secret sauce here. You are helping them understand a secret sauce exists in an implied way because you are telling them of said sauce and you know how to help them make it. Do not give solutions. Help them understand solutions exist and get them excited about that possibility. The third option is the news tie-in. This is similar to option two, but it doesn't have to be something to appeal to their ego. It can simply be something as such as you saw a news story or an event or research or an educational piece that you think they'd find valuable. Send it the same way you sent the ego piece with a note that you saw and thought they'd find it interesting. Bonus points if you can tie in a specific discussion you had during your initial meeting. I'll be back in just a few minutes to talk you through a few more options. I'll be right back. There are two things I want you to know about. The first is the Fundamentals of Media Measurement course that we just launched with Muckrack. And the second is the PESO model certification. Both will help you evolve your career this year as you learn how to measure your work using the PESO model to get you there. The Fundamentals of Media Measurement course can teach you how to measure your earned media efforts, create a successful measurement strategy, and report on your success. It will take you about two hours, but it has quick bite-sized lessons you can take when convenient. It has actionable tips, step-by-step approaches, and examples from Jonna Burke, Christopher Penn, and me. Go to mrac.co slash spinsucks to learn more, get registered, and start your measurement journey today. That's mrac.co slash spinsucks. Please be sure to use that link because I get a gold star every time someone registers, and I love gold stars. And for those of you who need to evolve your career, learn how to integrate the work you do with marketing and amp up your measurement efforts, the PESO model certification is for you. Step up your game with an academically accredited PESO model certification from Spin Sucks and the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University. Learn more about that by going to spinsucks.com slash academy, or you can go to spinsucks.com and click on academy in the navigation. And now back to the show. All right, let's talk through some other options. Don't forget the phone, which is something you should do after a couple of email follow-ups. Just give them a call. It's really easy for them to forget there's a real person who is waiting for a decision on the other end of the email. It's more difficult when they hear your voice. This also makes it easy for them to give you an update or talk through questions. Professional ghosting is often just a result of having too many things on one's plate. We all have those things we know we need to get to, but we keep putting them off because of all the other emergencies we have during the day. Our prospects are the same. Remember, your priority is not their priority. You just need to show them why making you a priority will be the solution to their actual priorities. Bonus tip. We like to schedule a time for a follow-up call at the initial meeting. Let the prospect know when you'll send the proposal and then set a time a few days after that to answer questions. But even better than that, schedule a meeting to walk them through the proposal versus sending it and expecting them to follow up. This approach works just about every single time. And the last option is to provide an opportunity. Here are a few examples of how this works. You're talking to a journalist who's looking for a source that fits your prospect. You found an influencer who would be an ideal match for your prospect and they've crossed your path. Or you come across an initiative that could drive leads to their product. 
Whatever it is, you have an opportunity that would be perfect for the prospect and a good incentive for them to get moving with you sooner rather than later. Call them up and say something like, hey, I know you're in the process of deciding what to do about your communications program, but I just had this opportunity pop up and I wanted to let you know about it. And when you're ghosted by a prospect, there comes a time that you must give up. So when do you give up and revert to the first option we discussed? A lot of that depends on you. You might want to put both a number of follow-ups and a time frame on your give up trigger. Here are some things to consider as you set those parameters. How excited are you about the particular client or project? Do they respond at all? Do they engage with you on social media or through your content? We've had prospects ghost us when it comes to proposals, but they still comment on our blog daily. Interesting. Did they indicate a timeline in which they would make their decision? Nature of their business or industry, meaning is it a busy time of year for them? Are there holidays or seasons? Is it August when nobody's doing anything? (laughs) That's a really hard time to follow up. At a certain point, you need to have the self-respect to let it go. We don't want to be that girl or guy who wastes their life pining over lost loves. Learn from it and move on. Wouldn't it be great to simply not need this advice? To close prospects in the first meeting, that would be fantastic. To have people call you back and not constantly be wondering and hoping. Here are the biggest reasons you are being ghosted. You don't ask the right questions in your new business meeting. You gave away too many solutions in your proposal. You didn't focus on goals that matter to the prospect. You didn't practice active listening in your communication. You talked to capabilities and not results. You used platitudes, buzzwords, and useless corporate speak. You're trying to compete on price. You're not consistent. Or maybe you didn't inspire trust. One of the biggest things I will say, though, is you gave too much time. So I really like to say, that was a great meeting. I'd love to create a proposal for you. My team and I would like to talk you through it. Let's do that on this date. What times do you have available? We set the meeting then. And we create the proposal. And then during the meeting, we walk them through the proposal. We follow up in email with a proposal afterwards, but we've already discussed it all. We've already gone through what it looks like. We've already helped them answer their questions. We've already helped them understand the price and all of those things that go along with it versus expecting them to do that work. And it works, like I said, almost every time. It could be that you don't have any chemistry. It could be that their priorities have changed. Whatever it happens to be, understand there are many reasons and sometimes it has nothing to do with you. But if you change your process and you do follow up in ways that are consistent and interesting and respectful, you can be persistent without being a pain and then move on if that doesn't work. If you're not already a part of the SpinSucks community and you'd like to hang out with like-minded individuals, you can find us at spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. It's a community full of crazy smart professionals. It's free, fun, and smart. And you might just learn a thing or two from your peers. I'll see you next week. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 